Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about our doubts. Well, it's this idea that we found this information and we're living a new approach to life that is a lot different than how we used to live in the past, and that our perspectives are among the highest in the world, and we still have doubt about that. We say, well, if our perspective was really that high, would we have everything we want, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, there's 8 billion people on the planet. How did we get to the highest perspective? In this episode, Joshua explains just that, and that that doubt will always be there. Every time you shift to a higher perspective, the doubt is going to stick with you. That doubt does not like change, does not like you to be brave, does not like you to think differently. It's very interesting, and it's all based on the programming of our belief system as children and, and how we were taught about imperfection and playing by the rules and conformity and all that stuff. So it's uh, I think you're going to really like this one. Before we begin, stuff going on. We have a retreat, the spring retreat we do every year here in North Carolina. It's from May 4th to the 8th, and it's a lot of fun. There'll be about 25, 30 people from all over the world. We have Joshua Lives, Christy will do uh, the white light and some medium stuff. We have a whole bunch of games and activities, and we cook and eat together every meal. It's really, really fun, and uh, it's a beautiful time here in spring in North Carolina. So if you'd like to learn about that, please go to the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. Also at the website, we have the seven-day course, which is an introduction into using the manifestation event form. It uh, has all the meditations. It's a really cool course you take on your own, and it's normally $79, but there's a coupon code 50OFF, and you'll get it for $29, plus there's free meditations there as well. Take a look at that and browse around and see what you see. There's a lot of free stuff on there as well. Plus, there's the uh, Joshua documentary, and you can get all the books there that Joshua has four books out. And uh, there's the audio book for the first book, A Perception of Reality. Before we get started, please remember to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Share it on Facebook. There's someone you know that is interested in this who wants to feel better. And uh, almost everyone who comes to the podcast generally is referred by someone else. So this is how we grow. There's no advertising or marketing of any kind. It's just word of mouth. So thanks again for everything you do. And let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. So as we said many times before, this game you're playing, it's all about perspective. How you see yourself in your reality is translated into a vibration. That vibration is communicated to the universe. The universe responds with every single thing you need to understand the perspective that you're holding right now. And if you like, you can go on a little ride. You can alter that mental construct you have. You can think in a new way. And over time, you can adjust that perspective. From your non-physical presence, where you exist as the fullest embodiment of you, the energetic you that is authentic in every way and understands this situation, this ride you're on, the game you're playing, you can choose to think about life in a new way. And if you could realize that the perspective that you have now is simply limiting and try to imagine what it would be like to be the fullest expression of you living your life and understanding the rules of this game. Your goals or your desires or your intention for this game would not be accumulation. 
It would be the consideration of the perspective that you're choosing in any moment, in any situation. And to boil it all down, basically, what you're looking at is a perspective of yourself as a victim, meaning that outside conditions can make you feel something, or a perspective of yourself as the creator, meaning you choose to respond to those conditions from any point of perspective. The conditions cannot make you feel anything. They cannot create your reality. They cannot do anything other than show you who you're being, who you have been, and how you're perceiving yourself. You can be in joy through all of this with a higher perspective that you are the creator, or in suffering with all of this with the more limited perspective that you are the victim. So we want you to imagine that you came to this dimension of Earth at this time, that you've lived many Earth lives, that you've had lots of experience. And at this time, who you are now is the greatest, most powerful expression of that origin consciousness coming to do something that has never been done before and to shift your perspective in a way that you've never done before. To shift your perspective higher and higher and higher by understanding that the beliefs that you've adopted along the way are simply a byproduct of the trajectory you intended. Without that trajectory that you intended, without that time and date of your birth and the fullest vibration that you are and the choosing of the family that you were born into and the adopting of beliefs that were never true, it created a pathway for you to come here now. You're among the first, you're among the few. You're among those who are ready to be examples of this idea so that others would have something to follow. You are literally blazing new trails. You're cutting through the grasses that are getting in the way and the woods and the twigs and the branches so that others can follow you when they're ready. But there's no reason for you to worry about when they're ready. All you're considering is how you can get through this in joy, in love, in peace, in feeling good, in the power that you are, and then coming to new perspectives. So this game you're playing on Earth is the leading edge of all physical experience. It's dense, it's interesting, and it comes with some qualities that are not available in any other physical reality. You come in, and first and foremost, you forget who you are. Now, isn't that an interesting idea? In order to expand in the way that you intended to expand, in a way that is very meaningful and very interesting and really shapes the quality and power and energy of your consciousness, you come into this environment and then forget who you are. You have no idea of the power that you have. You have no idea of the qualities that make up that unique energy that you are. You also come in with a feeling of separation. Other realities do not have this. So two things are existing right now at the same time. You forget who you are. You have no idea what your powers are. And you have this feeling of individuality, needing to protect yourself and defend yourself and make sure that you get what you need, that you lack, and all these things. And then you think, well, let's throw in some emotional sensitivity in there. Let's make the feelings mean something. Let's make the feelings a derivative of who you're being and how you're perceiving your reality and what you're going through. And in the intensity of that feeling, you will either create limiting beliefs that are so strong that you will not challenge them, or you will choose to challenge them because at some point you realize that control and effort and struggle and despair and 
discouragement and even depression is never to get you what you want. You have a sense that there is something else going on here and that you have powers that are not understandable from where you are, but there is a sense that they're there somewhere. And how would these powers come online? Well, the powers that you have are these empathic abilities that you brought with you, specific for you and your journey and what you're here to explore and how you're here to expand. And they will serve you at some point. They will serve you when you have elevated that perspective so that the fear that seems to be present in this reality is not as intense. Because when the fear is intense, you're just not going to act on the inspiration. You're just not going to allow yourself to be moved. And the limiting beliefs seem to make you feel safe, but they actually have no qualities of redemption on their own. This is a puzzle that you're working your way out of. And the puzzle has to be figured out in a way that no one else will figure this out. You'll have to be the first to figure this out. The puzzle is the puzzle of imperfection. You are told from day one that you're imperfect, the system's imperfect, everyone else is imperfect, the world's imperfect, and everything needs to be fixed. So can you imagine the vibration that you're in in childhood and wishing and hoping and praying that things would get better, that you could feel better, that people would be nicer to you, that people would love you, that they would respect you, and that you wouldn't have to protect yourself all the time. And so you create a life based on this misperception of reality that you think keeps you safe. Well, it's the best you know. And you go along with this and nothing's working, nothing's working, nothing's working. You have a few successes here and there, but mostly it's effort and struggle and not feeling very good because most of the time you're not in alignment because your perception of reality is just completely off the mark. Your inner self is never going to agree with you when you're believing yourself to be a victim. But you don't really know this. You don't really understand that your inner self through the guidance of emotion is what is creating this bad feelings that you want to remove yourself from. It's not that your inner self is actually creating these bad feelings. It's that your natural perception of reality coming in and feeling separate and not remembering who you are and then being taught by those who also feel separate and don't remember who they are you gain a set of beliefs that were never true, and this forms your perception of yourself within your reality. Little by little by little, experience by experience by experience, as you're being guided every step of the way, you encounter manifestation events. The manifestation events allow you the opportunity to see those limiting beliefs for what they are. Through discouragement, through what you call bad things happening, through this idea that you are mortal, that you could die, that there's things to worry about, things to fear, through the intense emotional experiences of manifestation events that you thought were happening to you, you will all be changed in a way that will cause you to ask, how do I feel better? How do I feel better in this reality? And so in the quest to feel better, you look here and there and you're willing to act on some inspiration. Because now the ideal is, how do I feel better rather than how do I get what I lack out of my reality? So most humans are either giving up this idea of their desires and just living whatever life they've been dealt, and they sort of succumb to a mental construct that says that they are finite, limited, and lacking. But you've all stumbled across some information that gives you the idea that, well, maybe you're infinite. Maybe you lack nothing. 
Maybe you're eternal. Maybe you're actually source, source itself, living this life. And so for those of you who have come to this information and who are ready to blaze a new trail and to start thinking of yourself differently and live a radically new approach to life, you start to play with these ideas. With all the mental construct that you had your entire life, there as momentum, questioning every single thing that you're doing, this doubt, this fear, am I wasting my time? Will this lead to what I want? Is this just positive thinking on steroids? And so this is the challenge for all of you. You are challenged now to live up to the potential and who you are, to raise that perspective more and more and more. But each time you raise that perspective, each time you think of yourself in higher terms, there's a little voice inside of you, your subconscious, your ego, whatever you want to call it, a little voice of doubt. Who are you to think you're this, that, or the other thing? Who are you to think you're source? Who are you to think you're love? Who are you to think you're eternal? Who are you to think that everyone else is playing the game their way and will understand that at some point they will understand this information? They will see examples of people living a radically new approach to life. Who are you to be the first? Who are you really to have these qualities and these empathic abilities and this ability to think differently? None of your friends are doing this. None of your family is doing this. Your mates are probably not doing this. And so you find yourself alone, except for this community, this community of similarly minded, magnificent, eternal beings who also have doubt. But now it's time to address that doubt. Now it's time to address the beliefs of a limited reality. Now it's time to step forward, to embrace who you authentically are, to leave alone all that irrational fear about what people think, or what's ahead for you, or if I practice this too much, will I get too powerful? Will I lose what I have? Will I lose all my friends? Will I lose my family? Will I lose my money? Will I lose my job? Will I lose my mate? When you are embracing this idea of attraction in this reality, your greatest fear is always going to be the fear of loss. Fear of loss is the root of all fears. And as your lives get brighter, more abundant, more free, more spectacular, if you're afraid of loss, you're going to hold on to that. You're going to think, wow, comparatively, I'm doing so well. I'm feeling so good. I've got so much going for me. I don't want to change this. I don't want to lose this. And this is the paradox in physical reality. As you get to a higher perspective, you attract a reality that matches that. And it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be spectacular and brilliant. You're going to really enjoy it because the feeling now, because you are intense emotional beings, is going to feel really good to you. And you may get to a level where you're now enjoying what you have so much that you have a fear of losing that. And this will prevent you from acting on even more inspiration and moving to even more shifts in perspective. But remember, the intention is to raise that perspective, raise the perspective, raise the perspective, raise the perspective, to come to an idea of yourself that is beyond what you can believe now. And how do you do that? You can't really do it from this limited perspective you have now. Your inner self knows this. Your guides and supporters know this. The universe is set up for this. The only way you're going to understand yourself from higher and higher and higher perspectives 
is to connect with your inner self, connect to that inspiration, receive the inspiration, give up the ideals, give up what you have now, give up worrying about any of that and act on that inspiration. The two components of attraction are radical acceptance of what is now, where I am on my place now. Radical acceptance of where I am now. Everything is perfect for where I am now. I'm perfect. The condition is perfect. The people are perfect. Everything is perfect for where I am now. Radical acceptance of this place. And then radical acceptance of who you will become and what will manifest there. It makes sense, doesn't it? If you were in a density of complete fear, feeling like a victim, feeling discouraged, in despair, desperate, and you bumped up a little bit more and felt a little bit better and now had a new perspective, just a little bit new, you're not really the victim. Things aren't really happening to you. There's more possibility and hope for a better life, a better situation, better conditions. And then a little bit nicer stuff came into your life because of this new perspective. And compared to where you were before, rock bottom, it seems so much better, but it's still at a very low density and a very limited perspective. And you worry about losing this and going back to where you were. But the interesting thing about perspective is you can never go backwards. You can only go forwards. And as you go forwards with the faith that it'll get even better, even brighter, even sunnier, even more satisfying, even more delicious, even more wonderful, more wonderful than you can possibly imagine. Because from your perspective, you can't imagine how wonderful this world is. But if you have a little faith, you'll be shown glimpses. If you act on inspiration, you'll be taken on a journey to remove more limitation and to raise a perspective even higher. This is what you truly want. So keep in mind, this game is about perspective. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, I Joshua. Jerry. And just continuing on his themes. So are you saying essentially that we're just pure consciousness, that the self is the illusion of separation, that the body is the limitation, and that it's our pure consciousness that creates, and everything else that we focus on is the illusion of separation? We'll say that in this game that you've chosen to come into because you're advanced players of these games of physical reality, that this earth game is a little different. And there's two components of the earth game that are different. The illusion of separation. Every other reality, you have no illusion you're separate. You are in a collective consciousness with all those other physical beings. There's no forgetting who you are. There's no forgetting of your connection to the non-physical. You aren't taught to be safe. You aren't taught to fear. There is no need to fear. There's no animals hunting you. There's no need to breathe or to eat or to do any of these physical things that you find so common on earth. And so with these two parts of the game, you come forward and you know for sure prior to coming here that you will adopt a belief system or a perception of reality that is a complete illusion. And then you'll try to play the game in that illusion. And you'll play the game, you'll play the game, you'll feel more and more powerful each time you come in. You'll have more powerful intentions. You'll have a better understanding of how the game's played. You'll know what you need in order to expand in a certain way. 
you'll have this sense of, oh, the timing of this is interesting and the people that I'm born into, you'll have agreements with others as you come in and you will create a trajectory that will give you the best opportunity to expand in the way that you chose to expand. And so in the beginning of this game to get the power that you'll need in later stages of the game, you explore inauthenticity, victimhood, those sort of things. To know who you are, you have to know who you're not. So you have to really play these victim games in the first place, but then you get more powerful, more expanded. And then you refine these intentions and you say, I'm going to come forward now. And I know I'm going to adopt this mental construct that says that I'm a victim and that I'm separate and that I have no power and that I have to protect myself, but I'm going to move through on a trajectory that will maybe be a little painful for many and maybe be not what you would create from the human perspective, but for the non-physical perspective, it's just a blink of an eye, but it's such a rewarding game energetically. You come out of this game, you have a realization, you see the expansion that you created during this. And so then at this high level where you all are, you say, I'm going to come forth in this time, this magical time of enlightenment and awakening. I've prepared through all these lives to come to this time. And so now I'm going to tap into a piece of source consciousness, bring forth this energy of this new incarnation with all of the benefit of the wisdom and power and strength and experience of my origin consciousness and all the lives I've ever lived. And I'm going to come forth into physical reality with incredibly powerful intentions, with innate abilities, with picking and choosing all of these aspects such as the time and date of my birth and the family I'm born to with all these agreements. And I know that I'll certainly forget who I am. I'll certainly feel separate. I'll certainly play around with victimhood for a while, but something's going to happen in this because now I'm at a vibrational level that's so powerful. I have a connection to my inner self that's so strong and I have a certain part of my vibration that's going to be a match for radically new information. I will endeavor to feel good because I'm more emotionally sensitive. And all these ingredients are in play to bake the perfect cake, which is an understanding of reality and a shift in perspective so that you could be among the first to have glimpses of how spectacular this environment of earth actually is. You see, when you're in fear, you can't see anything other than what seems physical here. And all that what seems physical through your physical senses seems like limitation to you. There is a wall. I can't go through that wall. That feels like limitation. There's a government in place. There's laws in place. There's a system of school education and success and all these ideas that are distractions and money and all this stuff. And it seems like limitation when you're deep in the fear. So you don't question it. That's a wall. I'm not questioning that. I can't go through that. There's no question. That's a government. I have to abide by the government's rules. This is a school. I have to learn things like everyone else does. But as you come out of that fear, now you start to question all of your limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs, that's the only limitation. How you perceive yourself, that's the only limitation. 
And as you do the work to process those limiting beliefs and to see what's really happening, to realize that limiting belief is not true. It's not yours. You just pecked it up along the way and you can let it go. Then you start to see yourself, well, maybe there's something else going on here. You start to have experiences. You see the clocks all lined up. You realize that you're being guided to see things that other people aren't seeing. And then you find some information. The information resonates with you. Resonates with that piece of vibration that you brought with you that would allow you to notice when you hear something new. Even though it's challenging information because it challenges this firmly held belief that you are a victim. And you believe that by approaching life as a victim, then you can sort of hold things apart from you. But then you realize this is a attractive universe and there is no keeping things away. So that cannot work. You learn about the law of attraction. One of the first things you've all learned about is this idea of attraction. So now a victim can't keep anything apart from themselves. They can't build walls. They can't keep out that which they think is bad or wrong. So if you want to dive into this idea of attraction, knowing you can't keep anything away from you, then you're going to have to rethink, well, how does this game work? If it's an attractive universe and everything I've attracted is with me, then how do I see things from a higher perspective? Oh, okay. I have these beliefs, this baggage that limits me. Much of it is worthwhile. I don't want to jump off bridges and end this experience too soon. So that basic instinct to survive is within you. But then there's a lot of these irrational fears that are caused by these beliefs that are not yours that prevent you from having experiences that will show you who you are. I can't talk to that person. I can't go up and ask this one a question. I can't propose this to someone who I perceive is so far ahead of me. And so you shut down, shut down based in the limiting beliefs that are not true. Now you take an action, an approach that says, okay, I can't get rid of these limiting beliefs, but I can soften them. How do I soften them? Well, I discover them through manifestation events. I realize that my perception of reality that was generated from these limiting beliefs caused me to see this event and people as wrong. But then in the midst of that, I say, it can't be wrong. It has to be for me, a much higher perspective. And I can soften these beliefs and realize the people and events were actually serving me. They weren't doing anything to me. They were showing me this limitation. Now I can go and find evidence to prove that limitation is false. As you do that, you raise your perspective. That consciousness then is removed from a layer of fear and has greater character and quality. It becomes easier and easier and easier to think from this higher perspective. Easier and easier and easier to receive inspiration because the beliefs have been softened. Easier and easier and easier to push past fear to act on inspiration. And then to realize that the inspiration is not to get you what you think you want, though there may be a side effect that will, but to move you to experiences that as you're going through that experience and you ask, why am I going through this experience? You say, because there's something in the experience for me. And as you consider that every experience is designed for you so that you have an opportunity to raise your perspective and then you see it as perfect and you see what's in that experience, actually, you raise your perspective again and again and again. And over time, this perspective shift is exponential. This is what you came for, this exponential shift in perspective. 
from fear to love. Now, if you would look back at a life that you had 500 years ago, you may have had a quarter of percent shift of perspective. Wonderful, because it gets you to a foundation eventually. Now you've all arrived here in this life, all believing that you're individual, all believing that you're not magnificent or eternal, all believing that you're imperfect in some way rather than perfect. But all of the stuff that you set up for this life worked and got you here, however it got you here, all in unique ways, all in unique paths. You've all followed millions of paths to get here now. Now you're here as a group. Now you're here with the highest perspectives on earth. Now information is coming to you that you can absorb and play with and experiment and consider while the rest of the population would reject that information if they were in the room. They would fight against it, fight against it, fight against it. What do you mean there is no wrong? Of course there's wrong. Here's all the examples that I have that are wrong. But you're not doing that because you're so powerful, so magnificent, so limitless that you're starting to think in a new way. Why? Because you've come through those layers of fear. You've had enough experience. You have enough connection to your inner self. You have been shown signs and glimpses. You're starting to get it. That consciousness then is elevating to a point where you can say for the first time, maybe I'm the creator. Maybe it's perfection. Maybe everything is happening for me. Maybe the universe is setting up events so that I can see myself from a higher perspective. Maybe I don't have to effort and struggle to get what I want. Maybe I lack nothing. Maybe I just could be source, love, the creator of my reality. In this idea now, you are on the tipping point of going to a new level. However, the basic instinct of survival is there. The basic components of the subconscious or the ego are causing doubt. And you are getting to levels, those of you who have practiced this for a while, that are so spectacular, you're still in fear of loss. You're still in fear that you could lose what you've created. But we want you to go back to this idea of attraction. Once you have it, it's yours. And you can't lose it. You can't go backwards. You can only go forward. And as you go forward, you'll have these experiences that create this new perspective. And from that new perspective, you have a new reality, a reality that no other humans have seen before, a reality that shows you how magnificent and wonderful and beautiful, spectacular this earth plane of existence is. All those lies that you went through were to get you to this moment now to see the beauty in this world, to see how spectacular it actually is. When the fear is gone, heaven is revealed. And that's where you are. You're starting to see it now. It's caused by one thing and one thing only, this understanding of yourself in a new and powerful way against all beliefs humans have, all of the thoughts that humans have ever been thinking. Now, as you start thinking in this new way, of course, you're bringing source energy through you into this reality. So it makes it easier and easier and easier for everyone else to grab onto. This is the benefit you're doing. You're also, without the fear of what other people think, living life in a new way. Not afraid to tell people about it. Not afraid to act on inspiration where everyone says, don't do that. Don't do that. That, that could be dangerous. Not afraid 
to let others play the game as they want, not concerned with the timing of anything, not needing anything from your reality, just seeing how you can express love into that reality. That radical new approach is available to all, but they're not ready for it. There's been a few of you in comparison to the masses that have been given this opportunity, not because you were lucky, not because you got here by coincidence, which it may seem like, but because of all of the lives you've lived, all the power that you are, all the power of your intentions, all that you came here to be, do, and have. And so we say one thing, that consciousness, it's already expanded. It's already so powerful. It's already incredible. You've already raised that perspective so much in this lifetime that you will consider it a masterpiece of a life. But now we're talking to the humans, the human perspective of you. What do you want? Well, you can't imagine it. So we say, give it up. If you focus that you're the creator of the reality, that the conditions are formed by your perspective of yourself, that you have everything you need to take another leap in perspective, and that the perspective shift is the only meaningful part of this. And as you choose to take higher and higher perspective shifts through experiences that you're inspired to do without holding on to ideals or things you think you want, you will begin to live in the unimaginable. Now, the unimaginable has been happening in your life all this time. From a limited perspective, it's difficult to see sometimes, but, and you will discount it. Oh, that was just one of those things that happened. We want you now to pay attention to all the unimaginable events that are happening in your daily life. How was this possible? How did this happen? This is incredible. No one's going to believe this. You really can't tell people about these things, about the thoughts that are coming to you, about the connection to your own self, about the inspiration you're getting, about every single thing lining up for you, lining up for you in a way that you couldn't plan or pay for or set goals for or write a dream board for, because the th experiences, the things, the people that will be attracted in your life as you allow the energy of who you truly are to come through, working with the doubt, working with the subconscious and the ego, bringing them along with you. There's nothing you can pick, no magazine you can look through to paste on a vision board that's gonna show you the life that's waiting for you as you do one thing, and that's raise your perspective. Excellent Joshua. question. Who's next? Emma. Joshua, I've got a question. Um, I feel this is sort of building on from the introduction and um, the question we've just done. So I'm definitely, I've had inspiration come through. I'm stepping into this unimaginable reality and I've got my kind of world tour trip starting in two weeks. And it is amazing and it is beyond what I could imagined. But I've got so many manifestation events just coming up in the lead up to it. To prepare you for what is to come. To prepare you for a radically new way of looking at what you're doing and why you're doing it. To prepare you for a perspective of yourself that you are not mentally able to conjure on your own. To give you all these experiences that allowed you to look at the baggage that you're going to bring with you on this trip that is not necessary. Leave all of it behind. From your perspective now, tell us a little bit about 
what you expect this trip to be like, why you're going on the trip, what you're going to be doing. I'm going to London, speaking at a conference in London. I'm then possibly either going to go to New York and another conference or go straight to San Diego, catching up with some of the Joshua crew, I hope, in San Diego. Then I'm going to go back to New York, speak at New York University. I've got a book launch happening back in San Diego. Then I'm coming back to Europe. Then my partner's coming to Europe and he's going to get to meet my family. Let's just talk about the, the book, the speaking, the professional part of it. From the perspective where Emma is today, this moment, can you imagine that you're among the highest perspectives, you have among the highest perspective of yourself, of humans on earth? Can you see that yet? I think a lot of people have this perspective, but I am prepared that I'm, you know, one of the highest of quite a few people that have this perspective in different groups. Now, why so, do you try to soften this idea? It's funny, Tricia, because a lot of people, I think, get triggered by it. I don't get triggered, triggered by it. I just think there's more people than we think that are in this position. Why would you want there to be more people than you think? I what if we said to you that there are 10 people on Earth right now with a perspective as high as yours, as it is right now? What would you say to that statement? Unlikely. Exactly. And I love you. And I do trust you. You will always say that because you have a built-in core limiting belief that you can't possibly be the creator of your reality. All humans have this. For you to get where you are, you have to really believe it. You have to consider the dangers of thinking of yourself too much. You have been given beliefs. Who do you think you are? You're imperfect in so many ways. If you were perfect, you would be loved, but you're not. You'd be respected, but you're not. You'd be liked, but you're not. You'd be successful. You'd be rich. You'd be famous, but you're not. So you think, well, to have a high perspective means that I would have all these things that I lack. I would be world famous. I'd be rich. I'd be loved by millions. I'd be successful. I'd be interviewed constantly. Everyone would want to know my secret. Well, that comes from a part of you that needs to play in balance with this idea, keeping you in check. When are you going to understand your perfection? Now, let's say that you go to the non-physical, you are one with your inner self, you understand who you truly are, all the lives you've lived and this life. You understand all your abilities, all your power. You see the magnificence of your energetic makeup in the non-physical. You know for sure who you are, how powerful you are. You understand in the non-physical, since you know who you are, there's nothing kept for you, there's no fear, you know where your perspective is. And it's equal in the non-physical. There's no illusion. So humans, there's 8 million of you, you come down here, you're all these advanced explorers with these magnificent power energetic souls. And you have experience through life experience. You expand through life experience. And then slowly but surely, you rise out of the fear, which is not real. It's the illusion. And you see yourself more and more and more as who you are. And that creates a vibration in you that attracts to it how you think you are. But if you saw yourself as who you truly are, you wouldn't care about the fame, you wouldn't care about the books, you wouldn't care about people like loving and respecting you, you wouldn't care about any of this because you need nothing from your reality. 
you wouldn't worry if you thought you had a higher or lower perspective than anyone else. You would know exactly what that means. You've raised your awareness, that's all, because of all the work that you've done, all the lives that you lived, all this fun that you've had. And you realize that when you've shifted your perspective, it becomes easier to shift your perspective as you go on because there's less of that density of fear, less of the illusion. You start to remember who you are. You start to feel some connection and you realize the inspiration is going to lead you on experiences, not to what you think you lack or think you need or think how it should go, but to give you the opportunity to see this is perfection and I'm being led towards a higher understanding of myself through these experiences. So you have this tour set up, this wonderful, wonderful trip set up, but with the same limited perspective of yourself. I wrote a book. I'm going to speak. Now, how many people on earth have written a book and spoken like this? Very few. Evidence of a higher perspective. Most people, when given the opportunity to speak in front of a crowd, would rather kill themselves because it's so scary. Not for you. Most people, when contemplating a book, would say, I have not anything to offer. I'm not worthy of this. But you are. Easily. Now, you don't see yourself as this grand ringer of information to the masses that will help them. You aren't coming up with these new ideas from this human perspective. You understand, to a large extent, that the writing and the flow of that writing is enhanced through non-physical communication and energy. You're not boisterous and braggadocious. You're not giving yourself any meaning in that, that you're better than anyone else. You just realize that you have somehow a connection and you allow the information to flow and it excites and delights you. But you have an attachment to an outcome on this new venture you're going on. You want a certain amount of book sales. You want people to show up to the talks and you want to present yourself in a way that they will think, oh my God, Emma's amazing. Sure, of course you do. But what are you offering in that perspective? What are you offering in that example? Because by holding on to some importance of how this all unfolds, you have set up an ideal, an attachment to an outcome, a seriousness within it. You want it to go a certain way. You imagine it a certain way. You think that the way that you imagine it is the right way to go. Why do you think that? Because if it goes that way, you won't feel negative emotion you're still in fear of negative emotion. Well, everyone is, that's okay. Still in fear of negative emotion. From the higher perspective, you look at this whole situation, you go, it's been set up, I've agreed to it, I've created it, you can even say that, but none of it is to get what I want because I lack nothing. None of it is to show anyone how special I am because I already know that the communication coming through me is what's coming through on the pages. I'm a vessel for love flowing through me onto these pages that could be of benefit to anyone else if they're ready for it. I cannot manage other people's expectations or opinions of me. I cannot use the feedback to feel good or bad. You sell a billion books. Is that good? Is that bad? You make it up. It doesn't matter what it is. So what all the manifestation events you're having are all about the seriousness you're taking this, the importance you're giving it. If you could be like a child going to Disneyland 
and realize that this is all for me, by me. Every single person that comes to this, all the characters that show up at Disneyland, Snow White, the Seven Dwarfs, all the buildings that were built, all the rides that were created were for this little kid to have fun. And everyone, the people working the concession stand, the people working the tickets, the people driving the trains and operating the games and the rides, they've all shown up that day so that I could have this wonderful time at Disneyland. They are not asking for anything from you. They can't imagine who you are. They will never know how high your perspective is. There's no way you can get anything across to them unless they're ready for it. Doesn't matter how you dress, how you speak, the words you use, what you say, how long you speak for. There's nothing that you can convey through the limited perspective of Emma that's gonna have any impact on this. From the higher perspective, it's all being organized so that everyone involved gets everything that they need if they see it. So some will get manifestation events, some will have unimaginable experiences, some will have these new insights and raise their own perspective in your presence, because this is a side effect of those of you at the higher perspective, you naturally are able to see things from that perspective and the energy of that flows so that that's available to anyone who wants to pick that up. But for you to be powerful, to be effective, to move your perspective even higher, you have to give up everything you think you want, everything you think you know, all the examples of anyone else who's ever done something like this, all the examples of successful people that you want to emulate, because those successful people that you want to emulate are playing the old game and living by the old approach. Their perspective, therefore, their goals, their intentions are coming from a much more limited perspective than yours. If we were to have this conversation with the most successful of those in your industry, they wouldn't understand a word. Why can you understand it? Because your perspective is so high. Now, you might think, raise that perspective, money will flow in and love will flow in and all these things will flow in. No, you'll flow it from the high perspective. You'll flow it. You will start looking at yourself differently. I don't need anything. I don't need the money, the fame, the book sales. I don't need it all. This is an experience. I set this experience for one thing and one thing only to have the opportunity to understand how high my perspective already is, to practice these tools and techniques I've learned, this information I've learned, to live this information, to go into every experience looking for the perfection, looking for what is there in this for me, to appreciate all the people who showed up for you in all the different capacities, to set up this whole thing, the pilot, the stewardess, the people who created the functions that you're going to attend, the book publisher and the printing press and all these things showed up for you just to have this experience. And the experience cannot be imagined. If it's imagined, you limit it. But if you simply say, I am grateful and appreciative of the universe and all these people coming together for me to have this experience that will allow me the opportunity to offer my perspective as an example. Oh, she's so calm. Oh, this glitch happened and doesn't bother her a bit. Oh, she gets kicked off the lineup on stage and doesn't get to speak. And she's fine with that. She's happy about that. Oh, she's been moved up now. And now it's the most important talk of the time or whatever it is. These things will change 
but because your perspective is high enough and you've followed up on the inspiration to ask this question, to wake up early in the morning before any of this starts to set yourself up for one thing. And one thing is leaning into the experience, knowing nothing is there to give you what you lack, but everything is there to give you what you truly want. And what you truly want is an even higher perspective. That's the beauty of this life and all the events that you've created for yourself. He said, I'm going to come forth. I'm going to play around in the fear for a bit. I'm going to have intentions and all these conditions set up. So I'll be on a trajectory to discover who I truly am. And then to realize that of all the people, I have one of the highest perspectives on earth. And the understanding of what that really means will give you the opportunity to be this example of this and then to see yourself from an even higher perspective. You're equal, of course. You've just expanded a little bit more. You're a little bit more ready. You're a little bit more aware consciously. You have a connection that has been established because of this higher perspective, not because you're better, not because you're more powerful, not because you're anything else. You've just gotten yourself enough out of the fear that you can understand there's a connection coming through. And all the words that you say, all the things that you write, all the thoughts that you have and all the actions you take are now aligned with someone who understands themselves 1% more than anyone else. You understand yourself at 5% compared to the 100% of who you truly are. And the rest of the population is still playing in the 0 to 4%. Now, that is a quantum leap in perspective. But the funny thing is, you don't know what their perspective is. And you assume this famous guy or this famous gal or this rich person or that person over here who's a marvelous singer or a famous athlete, they must have a higher perspective. Yeah, maybe in some areas of their life, but not overall. And not overall in the greater understanding of who you are, who they are, and how the system works. That perspective is among the fraction, a tiny sliver of the top perspectives. This enables you to look at things differently in a way that no one else can see at all. And then if you can see that and be that and understand you will have fears, you will have limiting beliefs, you will have resistance to things not turning out exactly how you have them. And then you just stop and say, hold on. Everything is right. Everything is for me. I am the creator of all this, and none of it is real. It doesn't mean anything. I choose to get upset. I choose to be happy. But it's not based on the conditions. It's based on my connection with my inner self and choosing the perspective that is more aligned with who I truly am. That's your choice. That's all of your choice. Whether you're on this call now or listening to a later date, this is your choice. Your choice is to see yourself as who you truly are even though it risks others saying, who do you think you are? How dare you? Or to limit yourself. You came forward and said, I am a limitless being. I shall not be limited by the illusions presented here in this game I'm playing. It'll take courage to think in a new way, but I am expanded enough that I will do this. And as I do it, I gain the thing that I want more than anything, which is clarity. Clarity to see who I am, to see how the system works and to see what everyone else is doing. Once you have the clarity to realize that you set this up 
so that you come to this point, this moment now where you're asking this question that will bring millions to a higher perspective of themselves because they're all thinking the same way as you. Who am I? Can't be me. I'm one of many. There must be millions at this perspective. This new way of thinking contrasts with what you were taught to believe is good. Just because you're at a higher perspective doesn't mean that it's going to get you out of this feeling of separation and victimhood and forgetting who you are. You'll have to do that on your own through choosing to acknowledge that perspective that you've already had. Choosing to acknowledge that nothing outside of you means anything and you cannot derive satisfaction from whatever happens on this trip. You cannot control any of it. To give up all control and let it flow as it has been designed and will flow, when you're present in the moment, you'll get, be given the opportunity in the moment to shift your perspective and to remember what we said. You're among the highest in the world, which means you have the ability to stop at any moment, no matter what's happening, and remember who you are, play with who you are, and expect everything to work out perfectly. And then as you go through every single moment in this adventure that you're on, seek only to see the perfection in everything that's happening, every other person, and especially yourself. You've been set up and teed up for this experience. Not to get you anything you lack, but to be the example of one of those with the highest perspectives in the world. This trip, if you played it from the old perspective of Emma, a year and a half, two years ago, you'd have a lot of manifestation events, you'd have a lot of things going on, you'd be whirled about, you'd be disappointed, you'd be elated, all this stuff. You would look at these conditions and you'd be hoping and praying for things to turn out, firmly believing yourself as a victim. But now you've been set up for the last however long this has been to see the perfection. And when you see the perfection in even things not working out the way you thought it would work out, when you see the perfection, as you're going through it and when you look back on it, magical, magical, magical things will happen. So we want you to go forth without any expectation or without any attachment to outcome, with any ideals, and simply expect that this experience will be one that no other human on earth has ever had. And it was designed for you. Look for the unimaginable. It won't be what you think it is. And then when you see it, you'll know who you are. Thank you, Joshua. Who's next, Pamela? I feel a little silly asking this, but given the introduction and what you just spoke about with Emma, I, I feel inspired to ask this. And it's something that I've been trying to work on on myself, and I feel like maybe I've gotten stuck in the vibration of the issue. But basically, every time I do a Joshua meditation, I have an urge to cough. <laughs> Not more than, I mean, and it's more than once. Whereas any other meditation, you know, listening to megahertz or just another guided meditation, I don't have the urge to cough. What is your perspective on that? How I know there's some sort of manifestation event going on, but I feel like maybe I'm stuck in in the issue. Well, imagine that this urge to cough is not what you think it is. Imagine that it is perfectly normal, and it's part of the setup that you created. That you may have a few limiting beliefs about what it is to cough or make noise while you're supposed to be being quiet. 
you may wish that, oh, for just this 15 minutes that I could go through it without being interrupted by my own cough. But imagine it's far more than what you think it is. So when Gary started meditating, quite quickly, he felt a presence. There was a vibration on the side of his head. It moved around. He couldn't ignore it. Maybe it was unnerving, strange. There's no reason for it. But for some reason, it was oddly satisfying, and he just allowed it to happen and played with it and realized at some point that was a presence. That was a presence communicating with him. He wouldn't have imagined that. He had no examples of anyone who's ever had anything like this happen. He didn't know that there were any other channels on earth other than Esther. He didn't know that this was the precursor to channeling himself, but he knew it was a presence. And so from that perspective, he thought it was perfectly natural that some presence would come and communicate with him. And of course, he thought he was making it up when he was asking questions and getting about these amazing answers so quickly. And so he realized that there's something more going on here. That the vibration in his head that only came when he was meditating, that's not normal, he would think. He wasn't heard of this. He, he Googled it. There's no other examples of this. So it had to be something. But he couldn't fathom that it was the possibility that he was channeling. Later on, he felt pressure in different parts of his jaw. He had this feeling like there were braces on or a retainer on, moving the energy of the mouth around. And it was all preparing him to be able to speak like he's speaking now. Of course, he was very resistant, non-believing, and didn't want to be weird. And so he would never allow us to speak through him in meditation or at any other time. Eventually, he found someone who could get him into the mode of this through being hypnotized. And he allowed himself to go with the flow of the thoughts and speak of the thoughts. But there was a lot of work in preparation to this, a lot of shifting of beliefs, shifting of perspective, shifting of the mental construct that allowed him to say, this might not be so unusual, this might not be so weird, this might be okay, this might be interesting, this might be fun. When you find something happening in meditation, that is not what you would think is the normal thing. Instead of looking at it as if something annoying is happening, think of it as something else is happening, something wonderful is happening. Now, we're talking about meditation here, but this is true in any part of your life. If something annoying is showing up for you and you look at it as if it shouldn't be happening, you're going to be in the vibration of the issue, problem. But in that vibration of the issue is always the desire for the solution. He acted on enough information to come to the call today and ask this very question. So the very question then, what is this thing that's happening to me in meditation, is part of the issue. It's buried in that issue. And that will guide you. The question will guide you to the answer. Of course, your channel. Of course, you can connect to your inner self. Of course, you can have conversations. Of course, you can feel thoughts that are based in love. Of course, you can receive inspiration. Of course, all of this is happening for you. But your perspective is, little old me, who am I? Who am I? Now, this is the perspective of all of you. When anything starts to come to your life, this is what we're talking about in this entire conversation. You're going to discount it because you're going to say, who am I to have this ability or this talent or this thing that I never thought I wanted that's reserved for other people who are special? Who am I? You're forgetting your perspective. You're all among the highest perspectives on earth. This is natural. Your abilities are all going to emerge, however they emerge. They usually emerge by you thinking something unusual or weird or strange or uncomfortable is happening. You're going to fight it. This is so common. Same as Gary. Same as everyone else. You're going to think 
It can't be me. Who coughs during meditation? Those who will speak. A little bit of a manipulation in the throat area, a little tickling in the voice box causes the coughing. You will get used to that. But what you want to get used to is this perspective that your gifts, because of how powerful you are, are coming online. Your doubt, which has kept you feeling safe up to this point, has kept you limited. You haven't done a lot of what you're inspired to do. No one has. Don't worry about that. But now when you think of yourself as, I've shifted my perspective high enough. I've taken these courses. I've processed my limiting belief. I'm seeing myself as more of who I am. I'm relaxing around with the people around me, allowing them to experience whatever they have to experience. I accept that I am an eternal being. I accept that from the non-physical perspective, I'm limitless. I accept that possibly we're all magnificent and that I'm creating my reality. And I feel like a being of love sometimes. But what you have to understand is you're far more powerful than you can imagine. And everything is laid out by you for you. From that powerful position of all knowing and all understanding of your authenticity, as you become closer to that version of you by being more authentic yourself and playing with these ideas and practicing meditation, daily spiritual practice and processing limiting beliefs, you will naturally rise in your perspective and all your gifts will come online one by one by one, whatever you brought with you, whatever you set up. Often the first is channeling, automatic writing, connecting with inner self, thinking about the thoughts that are coming to you, getting into alignment, receiving inspiration, receiving intuition. These are the first ones. They help you come to a higher perspective of yourself. That allows you to have those abilities become more effective and more strong. And then new ones come on as well, whatever else you brought with you. They don't serve you if you're in fear. That's why they come on at these higher perspectives because you're out of the fear more. You're out of the fear because you're regarding yourself from a higher perspective as possibly eternal, possibly the career of your reality, possibly things are happening for you. Now that possibly idea in and of itself in all areas of your life is evidence of the highest perspective on earth right now. Play with this idea that possibly there's energy coming through you that wants to express itself in your voice, in your persona, in the Pamela that is the authentic and more authentic version of you that's coming into being. As you look at what's happening in your life right now, it's a much higher perspective than how you looked at yourself five years ago. But remember, that perspective will continue to grow. You look back five years, you go five years around, look back at this Pamela now. Oh, it's so silly. She thought that cough was weird. She thought that cough was annoying. She wanted to get rid of the cough. The cough is what started it all. Always remember, your perspective is limited compared to where you will be in time. So practice just anything that comes up. Mm, what could this be? And when you ask the question, what could this be? The answer will come to you. You won't believe it, but what if you did? What if you played with it? What if you thought, all right, I'll go with that answer. Why not? I don't need to look around. There's no one to ask. If anything comes into your life, anything at all that you find annoying, it has to be for you. It has to be there to serve you. So ask, how is this to serve me? What is this about? It's fine that you ask those questions. We love to play in this arena. These are questions that other people would not have the courage to push past the fear and ask. This is wonderful, but you no longer need to ask anyone other than yourself because your perspective is already that high.
all of your perspective is that high. We appreciate you coming on and playing with us and having this interaction. But really, it's all within where you are now. You can hear us. We're with you all the time. You can ask Joshua. You can ask your inner self. Or you can simply ask, who is this? And who is this might delight and surprise you. From your perspective now, expect to be surprised and delighted. And if it's annoying, if it seems like a problem, flip that around. How is this for me? Who is this? Why is this here? Show me the way. That's the power that you all have from this perspective. You no longer need to look around for agreement from others who are living in fear. Your perspective is high enough that you know what's happening out there, that you know that they're just exploring the inauthentic versions of themselves. And they're bumping up against you as a little bit of a mirror that you can play with. Everything is always working out perfectly for you. The cough is perfect for you where you are now. If it came in in any other way for you, you wouldn't ask this question. Since this question will go on to help others, it was the thing for you. Now for you, every single thing in your life is this way. Every single thing is coming to lead you to the magnificence and the intentions that you set prior to your birth that you don't believe now and you may never fully believe. You don't need to. Act as if that is you, that version of you. And then see the perfection of this conversation we're having right now, which is an experience designed to raise your perspective of yourself. See the perfection of you having the doubt, staying in the vibration of the problem, asking for the answer yourself, and then having the inspiration to come on and ask this question. Look back and see the perfection of the whole thing. And from that, your perspective will raise. If I can do that, I can do anything. If I can ask Joshua, I can ask my inner self. If I can perceive myself, as Joshua says, as one of the highest perspectives on earth, then I will now see myself from that perspective as well. And I will expect to be surprised and delighted from the generation of a reality based in that new perspective. That's what you're all setting this up for. And you will all have examples of this. This weekend, you will all have examples of an unimaginable experience. Your old way of being would be like to explain it away or to come up with some reason it happened. Some, it was lucky, it was random, it was chance. We want you to know there is no chance. There is no luck. Nothing is random. Everything is being set up for you. So keep your eyes open this weekend for something that will surprise and delight you and use that as evidence of this perspective shift that has happened in all of you, whether you're on this call now or listening later today, it's happened already. And the universe is waiting to show you this. Keep your eyes open. Have a wonderful weekend. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank Thank you Joshua. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Joshua is challenging us to not doubt that we have the highest perspective in the world and this is the reason we found this information. We wouldn't have been guided here if we hadn't. We have a vibration within us that is seeking the information that will set us free. And this is really it. It's not easy because every time you raise your perspective, you have more doubt. You're breaking away from the programming of your youth. 
and it feels a little scary. But if you keep going, it softens over time and you really lift out of that fear. The doubt becomes almost imperceptible at some point. The fears that are scaring everyone out there doesn't apply anymore. You don't care about the news. You don't care about what's going on outside. You are not really moved too much emotionally by what other people are doing. And you start to have this even keel. And then you start to hear inspiration more and more and more. And then magical things happen. So stick with it, even though the doubt's there. It's uh, just a game you're playing to get over that, listening to that doubt sort of thing. So I hope you enjoyed this one. And remember to like and subscribe and do all that wonderful stuff and share this with your friends. And we really appreciate you. So until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.